Blog Talk Radio. God bless you, one and all. It is a glorious and wonderful day in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Right? Right, right. You better believe it. You know it. Let's read it together. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. In this is condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. Wow. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good whatever it is in your world, in Africa, Asia, Antarctica, Australia, Europe, North, South, and Central America. My name is Evangelist Lacey K. Green. It is an honor and a privilege to be with you today. For those of you that know me and have been with me over the many years that I was had the privilege of being with you on Blog Talk Radio, Lacey K. Ministries all over the world, my website, LaceyKMinistries.org, and now my Facebook ministries, Lacey K. Ministries. It is an honor and a privilege to be with you. It is great to be back with you on Blog Talk Radio. Blessings and shalom. Peace be unto you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, I come come to you, hopefully on a new format. I will not stray from the Word of God. As you know me, I do my best to stick right with the Word, line for line. You know that I preach the Word. The Lord called me to be an evangelist, to be instant in season, out of season, convince, exhort, rebuke with all suffering, do the work of evangelist. And that's my, my heart's desire, and I do the best I can to stay right with where he told me to be. The chat room is open. Do come in. The phone line will be open shortly after I spend some time with you sharing the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. After we do that, I plan on doing some current events, some stuff that I get in my um, uh, Gmail that comes in that I find very interesting. Um, like I said, I'm going to do a little different format, hopefully, as the Lord wills. I'm going to see how Monday, Sunday mornings work out with us. If you like Sunday mornings, we'll continue Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, USA. I want feedback. You can reach me through my website, www.lacykministries.org. Go in and contact me there. Give me your feedback, please. We will see how this time spot works out. Amen. To God be the glory. Shall we pray? Lord God, a heaven and earth is a heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool. Please bend down your ear, Father God, and hear us. 
Father, you are the king of kings, and you are the Lord of lords. Nothing, no nothing gets past you. You see and you hear everything. You have known everything in our lives from the foundation of time. Thank you for that. Thank you, Father God, that gives me more comfort than I can even describe to you, and it should everyone, knowing that you know us so personally. See, you have, we know that you have our pictures engraved in your hand. You hear every word we say. You know every footstep we take. You see us when we're sleeping. You see us in our personal time. You see us in our secret places. Thank you for that, Father. Thank you. Father, we praise you right now. We ask you that you bind every darkness, every demon, everything, Father God. That you bind every distracting spirit. You send them to the depths of hell. In Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you quiet every room where people are listening. You quiet this studio. You quiet everyone that they can hear your word. That they can hear what's going on. What you have to say. That you put a sweet, sweet spirit around these folks so that they can hear and know what you have for them this day. Folks listening in the archives, Father God, that they will hear and know what you have for them. Oh, yes, Father God, this is an on-time word for all of us. If we will be still and know that you are our God. And that you have something priceless for us. Indeed, priceless. We thank you, Father God. We ask you, Jesus, to just come and touch us. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you live in us and dwell in us. You instruct us and love us. We praise you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, I speak often, did when I was with y'all. I've only taken off a couple of months, I guess. Needed rest really bad. But I, you heard me, if you listened to me any at all, if you've ever been sitting in my one of my sermon times when I was preaching in the pulpit, or just sit, talk to me, any of you, that I speak from Genesis to Revelation. Today, that's exactly what I'm going to do when I'm with you right now. I'm going to start in Genesis, and I'm going to end this time with you in, in the Word, in Revelation. I'm going to go from Genesis, start out in Genesis, and I'm going to end our, my little sermon with you in Revelation, literally. Praise God. Genesis to Revelation. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, in the last few months, I have, you know, you never you never quit learning. You never quit living. You never quit experiencing. You never, if you, if you think you're above trials and tribulations, well, guess what? You're not. If you think you're above having having things happen to you in your life, and I don't care how old you are, you're not. You know, every day is a new day. Every day is a new learning experience. But Jesus loves you. He does indeed. 
For God so loved the world that he gave it all for you and for me. Holy Spirit, I ask you to rain down. Please bind all darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. The short pitch was, look what Jesus gave. Would you have? Would you have given all like he did? We have our heroes on the battlefield. We have our heroes, our our policemen, our firefighters, our everyday heroes that will go in and save people's life. Would you have given it all like Jesus? Amen. Genesis chapter 1. We're going to start there with a very basic what God has done. Join me, will you? Join me. If you're listening and you want to come in the chat room and just say hello, that's appropriate. By all means, that's appropriate. I would say, wouldn't you? We know about the creation. We know that God created the heavens and the earth. We know all about all that stuff. I'm not going to go all lengthy into that. But I'm going to go, we're going to go at chapter, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. After God had created all this stuff, God said, to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Okay? Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Now it goes on, and he keeps, and he talks about all the things he did, and so on and so forth. Read it. You read it. We don't have time. Let's go on down to chapter 2, verse 7. The Lord formed man of the dust of the, of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. And he goes on to tell about the Garden of Eden and all these different wonderful and glorious things. Right? Okay. Now let's go down to 18. And it says, the Lord, the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper. Compare a helper. I will make him a helper, helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord formed and out any any formed him every kind of a beast and so on and so forth. Well, we know what he did. We know what he did. He said he made him a helper. He made him a beast of the field and every bird of the air. And he brought him about to Adam to see what he would name him, and so on and so forth. You know, good and well, God already knew what he's going to name him. There's nothing escapes God, right? He already knew all that stuff. He would call them, and whatever Adam called each living creature, that was his name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to all the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But God there, but but for Adam there was not found a helper helper comparable to him. 
So the Lord gave gave cause and a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and, and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said... Now this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they shall both be, and they were both naked, and and the, his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now, there's a whole other sermon in that, of course, isn't there, but I'm not going to touch it right now. But you can rest assured, I will be back. Right? You know it. I will be back. The point being, God so loved the world, he gave it all for you and me. He created this world, all of it. He loved Adam so much, he gave Adam all that and he gave Adam a helper woman and they left and they joined he joined them together and made them one okay so i started out in the book of genesis he loved adam so much he gave adam everything he gave adam and eve the garden of eden so we see he gave them the Garden of Eden. We can talk about that too. And we, So he gave them the Garden of Eden. Eden. He gave them all the animals, all the herbs, all the everything. He gave them everything. He loved man and woman so much that he gave them his very best. His very, very best. Didn't he? Yes, he did indeed. He certainly did. So, we've we've established all that, haven't we? So when I open the, the, the phone lines, I'd like for us to talk about that in spirit and in truth and in love. Spirit and truth and in love. Got that? Okay. Keep that in mind. In spirit and in truth and in love. No debating, no arguing. In spirit and in truth and in love. If you have anything to dispute that with, you keep it to yourself. You want to argue the point? You tell Jesus. Don't tell me. Don't tell my listening audience. If you have a good testimony, you testify. You want to argue about it, you tell Jesus. Got it? Indeed. Okay. John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Praise God. Lord God of heaven and earth, as heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool. We just want to praise you, Father. We want to honor you and give you all the glory. And we want to give you all the praise. Father God, we praise you. 
We create, we praise you for creation of man, the creation of woman. We want to praise you for the creation of all your animals, all your birds, all your fishies in the sea, Father God, and all your fruits and vegetables and plants and trees and the sky and the oceans and all your creation. We want to thank you for everything you've done for us. And we were sorry, Father God, that the world has destroyed your beautiful creation. We don't thank you for it, Father God. We want to thank you for everything you've done for us. We want to praise you. We want to give you a shout-out, Father God. We want to praise you. We build the shofar, praising you and honoring you in Jesus' name. John chapter 3, New Testament. Now we're going into the New Testament. The Old Testament bear witnesses, bears witness with your glory, bears witness with everything that happened in Jesus' name. Now, Christ witnesses to Nicodemus. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most surely I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time to his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say that do not marvel that I say said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the wind the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So so is so is whoever who is born of the spirit so it is who, who so is so is whoever is born of the spirit nicodemus answered and said to him how can these things be jesus answered and said to him are you are you the teacher of israel and do not know these things most assuredly i say to you we speak what we know and testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has descended to heaven but the one who came from it, came down from it, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let's read that again. But whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Wow. That only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world should... Through him, that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who believes should, who, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world and men, and, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil deeds hates the light and does not come into the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. Exposed. Wow. But he who does the truth comes to the light, but the deeds that the deed that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Wow, folks. Wow. Wow. For God so loved you and me, Jesus gave it all. He gave it all for you and me and your mama and your daddy and your sister and your brother and all your relatives, your neighbors. Your mission on this earth your only true mission is to get saved and tell everyone else about Jesus Christ. His life, what he's done for you, and to see that other people get saved. Your mission is not for you to be beautiful or handsome or rich. It is your mission to seek and save the lost. That is your job. My job. That is our jobs on this earth. Period. That is what we are here for. To help other people see Jesus and to get saved. And to send other people to do the same thing. Whether it is financially, clothing, to feed the poor and the orphans and the widows. To take care of other people and to love, love, love. And we're fixing to get into that. Love. Love. How is your love walk? Love. 
salvation, love, forgiveness, grace, mercy, and deliverance. That is your love walk, my love walk. How's it working out for you? How you doing? How are you doing in your love walk? Will you go with me to John chapter 15? Praise God. Well, Father God, we just through went through one phase, another phase of this morning's beautiful words, wonderful words of life. For God so loved the world, so loved the world, that he gave it all up for you and me. They crucified him, didn't they? They didn't like what he had to say. They still don't like what he had to say. They say it. He says it through us and you and me. Praise God. In triumph, we walk out our love walk. John chapter 15. Praise the name of the Lord. The relationship of believers to Christ. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are, re- you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you Uh, Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them up and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and in my wor- and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. This is my father that by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. What did I say about what our mission on this earth is? to go and make disciples. It says this is my by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and you will be my disciples. As my father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. But if you keep my if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. 
These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Verse 13, greater love has no man than this that to lay his his own life down for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you, whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard my father I have made known to you. Did You did not choose me, but I chose you. You listening? You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain, and whatever you ask in my, as the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. Let's read that again, 16 and 17. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that that your fruit should remain, and that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose but I chose you out of the world because the world hates me. Wow. I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Excuse me. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than its master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all things, but in all things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they did not know him who sent me. If I had come and if I had not come and spoken to them, they wouldn't have they would have no sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Mm-mm-mm. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also, but if I had not do- if I had not done among them the works which which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hate both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled, which was written in their law. They hated me without a cause. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, they will testify of me, and you will also bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Hallelujah. 
Glory to the Lamb. Praise God. Amen. Now, 1 John. 1 John, please. 1 John. Reading of the Word, Father, we thank you. Amen. How's your love walk, folks? 1 John 3 and 4, and I'm going to hit the highlights because I want to talk to you for a minute and share something else with you. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are the children of God and has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when we are, when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Amen and amen. Let us go down. Verse 9. Whosoever has been born of God. No, I don't want that. I want up over here. Excuse me. Remember, it's over here talking, verse 11, about Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Kill the brother killing the brother, right? Whosoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does, nor, verse 10, in this the children of God and the children of evil are manifested. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was the wicked one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brother righteousness. Slander, gossip, and whisperers are also murderers. That is the West definition of a murderer also. Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. And we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren, and he who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Don't think you're going to heaven if you have hatred in your... I don't care if, you're, if you've been baptized a hundred times and confess. If you hate your brother, if you are bigot, if, if you have bigotry in your heart, if you if you are a, a hater of any race or creed, you hate uh, your neighbor for any reason, you're not going to heaven. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love because he has laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. That's right. Whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does this? How does the love of God abide in him? You need to read the whole text of First John 3 and 4. Let us go over to chapter 4. Okay? Okay. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have come into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come into the world 
of flesh is God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which if you heard is coming and is already in the world. You are the God, you are you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Keep on going, reading on down. Verse 7, Beloved, let us love one another for for the love of God, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that run around there spouting love, but they'll turn around and stick you right in the back. Watch them. Test the spirits. Test the spirits, folks. Read First John 3 and 4. Verse 18. There is, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect. We love him because he first loved us. Remember? We love him because he first loved us. Okay? For God so loved the world that he gave his he gave it all for you and me. We love him because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Got that? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Thank you, Father, for the reading of your word. We praise you now and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father God. We honor you, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Now, if there's anyone want to come in the phone line, feel free in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to share with you briefly here in the time we have left. I get this in the, in my email. It's called Newsmax TV Live. It's... um kind of like a TV guide kind of a thing, but it's it's um, news, relevant news, politics, and oh, all kinds of stuff. And um, this is the one I got today. I think I got it today. But I, I thought I'm just going to hit the headlines, okay? And um, um, and then I want to give you, uh, I, I will not close the show, Lord willing, without giving the invitation. But I want to share some headline stories with you. Um, Newsmax, okay. One of the headlines is Trump slams report that White House counsel has become a rat for Mueller. Okay. It shows a picture of, of our president. It says President Donald Trump insists again Sunday that he had uh, authorized White House counsel. Don McCain, McCain, McCon, or something, and other staffers to fully cooperate with investigation into alleged collusion between his campaign and Moscow. The failing any times 
uh, wrote fake piece today implying that because White House counsel Don McGahn was giving giving hours of testimony to special counsel, he must be a a John Dean type rat, rat, capital rat in parentheses. Okay. Trump wrote, but I allowed him and all others to testify. I didn't have to. I have nothing to hide and have demanded transparency so transparency so that this rigid and disgusting witch hunt can come to a close. He continued misspelling counsel. Who cares about the spelling? Nitpicking. Nitpicking. Trump's remarks came after New York Times reported Saturday that McCann had cooperated cooperated extensively with investigation by counsel, special counsel Robert Mueller, taking part in at least three interviews with investigators totaling 30 hours. Right in the middle of this ad, of, of this report, uh, there's a thyroid ad in here. I allowed White House counsel Don, whatever his name is, and all other requests requested members of the White House staff to fully cooperate with special counsel Trump tweeted on Saturday. In addition, we readily we readily came over one million pages, gave over one million pages of documents. Most transparent in history. No collusion, no obstruction, witch hunt. Meanwhile, Dean, the White House counsel who suspected he was being used as a scapegoat for Watergate was eventually fired by President Richard Nixon, said Saturday that he thought McCann gone was doing was was doing something right. McCann also doing right, t- Dean report, tweeted. Trump, uh-oh, Trump continued tweeting on Sunday morning again, calling the American press corps the enemy of the people. The the Failing New York Times wrote a story that made it seem like White House counsel had turned great big caps on the president, when in fact it just was just the opposite. The two fake reporters knew this, he wrote. This is why the fake news in caps media has become the enemy of the people, so bad for America. I'm, I'm just reading you what I get. I have no opinion. I'm just reading what I get. Some members of the media are very angry at fake story in the New York Times. They actually called to complain and apologize. Big step forward. From the day I announced that the Times has been fake news with their disgusting new board member, it w- it only got worse. Study the late Joseph McCarthy because they we are now a period now in period with M- Mueller and his gang that take Joseph McCarthy make Joseph McCarthy look like a baby. Rigid witch hunt, the president wrote. Trump views the investigation headed by the special counsel Robert Mueller as a stain on his presidency and reportedly pushed for an end to it. Citing a dozen current and former White House officials and others briefed on the matter. The newspaper said McCann, whatever his name is, had shared information, some of which the investigators would not have known about. McGon voluntarily cooperated with Mueller's team on a regular as a regular witness and and person familiar with the matter told Reuters as a White House as a White House 
asked many staffers to do. He was not subpoenaed, nor did he speak to them under any of PUFR or cooperation agreement. The person also said he did not believe McCon provided Mueller with incriminating information about Trump. McCon also McCon provided the facts, but nothing he saw or heard amounts to obstruction of justice by Trump. The person told Reuters, according to the New York Times, McCon, in at least three voluntary interviews with investigators that totaled 30 hours over the past months, describing Trump's fear towards the Russian investigation and the ways in which the president urged McCon to respond to it. The newspaper report McCann's motivation to speak with the special counsel in an unusual move that was in response to the decision by Trump's teams of, of lawyers to cooperate fully. But it said, in, in another motivation, what, said another motivation was McCann's fear to he could be replaced in legal jeopardy because of replacing legal jeopardy because of decisions made in the White House that could con, con, be construed as obstruction of justice. McGon, uh-oh, it went away. It went away. Maybe I can get it back. Okay. Okay. McGon, the newspaper said, shared information of Trump's comments and Actions during the firing of FBI Director James Coney and the President's obstruction in putting a loyalist in charge of jury, including the repeat urging of Attorney General Jeff Sessions to claim oversight. The newspaper said McCon was also generally involved in Trump's attempts to fire the special counsel Robert Mueller, which investigators might not have discovered without him. McCon cautioned investigators he would ne never saw Trump go beyond his legal authorities. A source close to the president told Reuters on Saturday the extent of McCon's cooperation was a tactical or strategic mistake. In instignant in, in in by, by Trump's first legal team, it should not have been allowed to happen because McCon should have been covered by executive privilege. The person also said Trump is not worried because he does not feel he did anything wrong. One lawyer, one lawyer familiar with this matter said McCon could have been subpoenaed to testify to the grand jury if he had not cooperated. Mueller voluntarily might have been lost, might have lost legal battles if he tried to invoke executive privilege. William Brock. William Burdock, whatever, McCon's personal lawyer, did not immediately respond to the request for comment. Trump's former personal lawyer, John Drought, Drought told Reuters on, on Saturday he was aware McCon had spoken extensively to, to Mueller's team. A lot to cover. This is pretty long. Very long. I hit just about over. Lot to cover. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Lot to cover. Doubt said that the next Hillen text message did a great job. McCon was a strong witness for the president, according to Burke's debriefings. McDonald 
Okay, Donald McCon. Not aware of any legal apprehensions manufactured by the NYT. Doubt, doubt, D-O-W-D, said that a decision was made by the president's legal team for McCon to cooperate with the investigation. Rudy Giuliani, who joined the president's outside legal team after Doubt resigned, told Reuters on Saturday that Trump's lawyers had been in contact with McCon counsel after he was interviewed and, and possessed emails and possessed emails that said that he provided nothing that was damaging or incriminating to the president. Giuliani said McCon's cooperation with Mueller was part of a legal strategy as an officer of the court. He had McCon would would have to resign if he thought that the president did anything illegal. Giuliani said he did not believe McCon was cooperating was cooperating against the president. Nothing Trump's lawyers and McCon have have joined defense joint defense agreed with what have otherwise ended. Former White House lawyer Ty Cobb, who resigned in May after joining the administration last summer to assist the president with white, with Russian probe, did not immediately respond to the request comment. Pete Carr, spokesman for Mueller, declined comment. Trump was reportedly denounced, has reportedly denounced the investigation into whether his campaign colluded with with Moscow as a witch hunt. The president and Don have a great relationship. White House Press Secretary Sarah. Sarah Sanders said in a statement, he appreciates all the hard work he's done, particularly his help and expertise with the judges and the Supreme Court nominees. Other, other in the, others in the White House have described the relationship as strained. That's the end of that. Okay. Just thought you would like to hear that. Okay. So much for current events. Amen. Praise God. Well, just so you'd like to know. That was the current event for the day. Praise God. Blessings upon you. My name is Evangelist Lacey K. Green. Those of you that have listened to my radio show, the Lord's radio show, it's not mine, this radio show, let me tell you about my Jesus. He can be your Jesus too. Amen. If you followed this radio show <clears throat> any at all over the last few years, you know that as the Lord wills, I, tr- I try to never leave, leave this audience without extending the invitation of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you have never received Jesus Christ as your Savior, please put him on as your Savior. He loves you. Oh, how he loves you. He wants you to be a child of the Most High God. That is why he came. He walked out his destiny so you can walk out yours. Indeed. Invite your friends to come and hear this radio show. In Jesus' name. But please, don't leave. Don't leave this show without giving the Lord Jesus Christ your life, your heart, your mind, and your soul, and your spirit. For now and forevermore. Please, he's calling you. Remember, he chooses you. You don't choose him. He's knocking. He's knocking at your heart. Revelation. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to him to sit with me on the throne, as I will also overcome, and sit down with my Father on his throne. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Amen. Father God, in Jesus' glorious name, I ask you, touch these hearts, touch these ears. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. In Jesus' name, Father God, please. This is the invitation. It goes like this. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He was crucified on the cross at Calvary and rose again after three days. I ask him to come into my heart and in my life. Forgive me of all my sins, remembering them no more. I'll live my life for you, Jesus. Thank you for being my Savior, my healer, my comforter, my deliverer, and my best friend. How about it? Will you repeat it back with me? I'll say it slowly, a line at a time. I believe. I receive. I'm saved. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He was crucified on the cross at Calvary. Rose again after three days. I ask him to come into my heart. Into my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Remembering them no more. I'll live my life for you, Jesus. Thank you for being my Savior, my healer, my comforter, my deliverer, and my best friend. Now go over to 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, and read that. It says, Baptism saves us. Don't argue with me. You tell Jesus. That's what it says. Read Acts 4, verse 5 through 12. Read John 3, we just did. Being born of the water and the Spirit. Let me know if you've received Jesus as your Savior. Will you? www.lacykministries.org or you can go into Facebook, Lacey K Ministries. Let me know there. Will you? It's been an honor and a privilege to be with you today. Or you can come into this show again and let me know. Come into the chat room or come on the phone line. There's all kinds of ways to contact me. Let me know. Will you? Come and let me know. I'm praying for you. Father God, I thank you that I know your word does not return void, ever. 
And I know that there are folks that are listening to this show as we speak right now. You may not be showing your face right now. You may not be showing me that you're there, that you're there somewhere. In Africa, Asia, Antarctica, Australia, Europe, North, South, and Central America, somewhere in this world someone is listening. Where two or more are gathered together in the name of the Lord, you're in their midst. Where two or more agree as touching on anything, you are doing it. You are healing. You are touching. May I blow you all a holy healing kiss right now. In the glorious and precious name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Prince of Peace. I know there are folks right now that have cancer, diabetes, leukemia, all kinds of diseases. And you need a special touch from the Lord. Your pain is excruciating. Your heart is breaking. Your family, your heart is breaking. I ask you, Lord, to go into those families, go into those lives and touch and bless. Do a mighty work, Father God, do a mighty work. I praise you, Father God, and I honor you, and so do they. Father God, I ask you to heal broken hearts and set captives free. I ask you to heal deformities right now in Jesus' name. I ask you to restore what's been broken. Make it better, fix it, or make it go away. Sometimes what's been broken is better left broken and move on. I've been there, I know exactly. Sometimes things just weren't supposed to be, and you have to go on with your life. Been there, I know all about it. Father, I praise you right now. I give you all the glory. I thank you, Father God, that you do what's very best for us. Thank you, Father God, when we get out of your will and we repent, you pick us up and move us along. Thank you for our healing. Thank you, Father, that you love us and you discipline us like a father disciplines his child when we get out of your way and we get rebellious. Proverbs tells us that, and so does the New Testament. Thank you that you love us that much. Thank you. I thank you, Father, that you love us. I thank you, Father, that you love us so much. Father, I praise you and I adore you and I love you. We all love you. We want to walk how you want us to walk in the center of your will take rebellion far from us and cast it to the depths of the sea binding back all the powers of darkness in Jesus well they're telling me it's time until we meet again may the Lord bless you and keep you may he make his face to shine upon you and give you peace in Jesus name I pray let me hear from you. If I keep the show on Sunday mornings or not, depends on you. In Jesus' name I pray. Evangelist Lacey Kay signing off for now. God bless you. Vio Candias, go with God. Bye-bye.